Good morning, listeners. This is Max O'Brien here with another Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm here with a rather reluctant Dr. Rosalind Clark, and today is day 137 since we came back on the air. This is not a good use of our fuel. Now, now, we all agreed that it's important to inject a little levity into the broadcast every now and then. I wouldn't object so much if the jokes were actually funny. It's like your humor leveled out in the ninth grade. So what if it did? The ninth grade is a magical time. So what's our theme this time? Well, you go with what you know. And food is my favorite thing, so I thought we'd do food and eating jokes. You know what the most violent vegetable is? No, but you're going to tell me. The beet. What's the second most violent vegetable? Uh, oh, the artichoke. Yes. See, you're getting it. And after I've got it, hopefully I can give it to someone else. Okay, fine. Here's one. Two zombies are eating a clown, and one turns to the other and says, Does this taste funny to you? I love that joke. Except zombies don't talk. Now who has no sense of humor? Two muffins are in the oven, and one turns to the other and says, Hey, is it hot in here? And the other muffin says, Holy cow, a talking muffin! Okay, that's more like sixth grade. What do you call a nosy pepper? Jalapeno business. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. What candy do you eat on the playground? Uh, Reese's Pieces. Yes. Okay, okay. Can we talk about something serious for just a minute? Do we have to? No, but we ought to, and I'd appreciate it if we did. All right, all right. So, listeners, just remember that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That's right. It can really set the tone and give you energy first thing in the morning that will help you get on with the business of survival. I know it's often tempting to just get up and try to get moving, but if you take the time to get some breakfast, you'll really feel better. Hang on. Who says you have to eat it first thing in the morning? What? Breakfast is called that because it's the first meal of the day. You're breaking your fast. So if you don't eat anything until noon, it's still breakfast no matter what you're eating. So what? So it's the most important meal of the day because if you don't eat breakfast for a few days, you're going to starve to death. You're ridiculous. You're not wrong. You're just ridiculous. We could go back to the jokes. What do you call cheese that belongs to someone else? Nacho cheese. These are boring, Max. Sometimes when we do jokes on the broadcast, you know, longer ones, ones to tell a story. There aren't a lot of story-based food jokes, unfortunately. They're all puns. So... Can we really talk about something serious for a minute? I guess. Thanks. Folks, all this frivolity is great, but nutrition is really important. One thing to watch out for is to make sure you're getting enough vitamin C. Lots of sailors used to develop a disease called scurvy, which caused people suffering from it to have weakness, sore arms and legs, gum disease, changes to hair and skin, and eventually death from infection or bleeding. If you or someone you know is in an area with citrus fruits... Those are famously good for sources of vitamin C. But a lot of folks don't have access to those fresh fruits anymore because they only grow in certain climates. Another great source of vitamin C is the bell peppers, black currants, broccoli, parsley, uh, vegetables like spinach, potatoes, and Brussels sprouts. Or if you're near the coast like we are, oysters can be a good source if you can find them. Also, keeping meat in the diet can be a good idea as many animals make their own vitamin C. If you know someone who seems to be showing signs of scurvy, recovery with vitamin C can take a few weeks. If you have found any vitamin C tablets, you might actually want to hold on to those in case you have trouble finding things with vitamin C in them. It takes about a month for symptoms to show up. Thanks, Dr. Clark. That's good information. Thanks. I found a book in Agnes's collection that talked about it. The book said that in what was probably the first controlled scientific trial, a Scottish surgeon in the Royal Navy, a James Lint, discovered that scurvy could be treated with citrus fruits in 1753, but it took another 40 years before the Navy started issuing lemon juice regularly on longer voyages. 
A lot of sailors in that time period died of it. That's awful. Oh, speaking of citrus fruits, why did the lemon stop rolling down the hill? I don't know. Because it ran out of juice. And that's all the time we have for today. For Max O'Brien, I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark. We'll be back tomorrow when Max will suddenly have a pressing need to be anywhere but on the air. Hey! Take care of each other.